0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. I uh, want to go ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm drinking a little bit of coffee here, so I'm kind of phlegmy. So I apologize for that first. And then, second of all, I want to apologize for this just egregious amount of road noise that you're going to hear on this episode. I promise that this is going to be the last time um, I'm picking up uh, today. I'm picking up some, uh, you know, a proper microphone and headphones for me to be able to wear while I'm doing this. That way, whether I'm on the road or not, um, it's gonna sound just a lot better because I understand how annoying this is to deal with the road noise. Just to have to listen to a guy ramble, you know? So, I I appreciate uh, your stick to itiveness that you're willing to listen to the road noise and in this case the rain against my windshield as um you know you listen to me carry on about really really nothing you know there's nothing um so you know a couple of things it's uh first of all it's tuesday morning february the i think it's the fourth right february fourth yeah tuesday february fourth um you know, I didn't talk to you guys yesterday. I didn't didn't record a new one, um, <clears throat> and so I apologize for that. I truly do. Um, yesterday was a busy day, though. It was a hectic day. Just to give you guys an update, uh, a little bit further. You know, I had previously mentioned all the stuff going on about you know my wife and family and everything, and so you know my wife's been in the hospital. Um, you know, since last Thursday. And, I, you know, okay, so the thing is, is I thought the whole point of her being in the hospital over the weekend was um, so that they could just keep an eye on her and to make sure, hey, if you're, if you're going to bleed again, if you're going to have this issue again, you know, because my, my wife is at this point is 31 weeks pregnant. Um, So we had some severe complications arise that called everything into question. But I I was under the impression, and my wife was too, that we're going to keep you here because if this event is going to re... You know, if it's going to happen again, this is going to be a recurring deal. It's going to happen within the next 48 to 72 hours. So we need to keep you here to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well... You know, the, Over the 72-hour period, 72 hours lands on a Sunday, and on the Sunday they don't have the office support in their high-risk department to do a proper evaluation, so that basically meant Monday morning. So Monday morning rolls around, we get to Monday, they do the ultrasound, and they're like, well, nothing has really changed. By the way, what we're actually doing is we're watching this blood vessel that is uh, totally um, unprotected. Uh, You know, that's a part of the baby and everything like that. So, um, you know, uh, thank you for, for, you know, sticking with it and and staying with us and everything. But that's not actually what we need. Um, You're going to be here until this blood vessel moves out of the way as the baby continues to grow. So that threw us all for a loop. My wife's going to be stuck in the hospital for the foreseeable future. I mean, honestly, she's going to be stuck in the future, stuck in the hospital until... I mean, like I said, for the foreseeable future. I mean, it's it's insane. They want to, right now she's at 31 weeks. They want to keep her until at least 34. And so based off of what happens at the time she gets to 34, will depend on just what we do at that point. But I mean, we're talking about at least three weeks in the hospital. I mean, that's misery. You know, you guys know that, that's misery. If you've been in the hospital for anything, Anytime you're in the hospital, it sucks. So just had to, we had to, you know, juggle everything that was going on yesterday and, and getting my kids to school and, and back home and figuring out what we're gonna do for, again, my kids at school and me working and my wife's in the hospital and uh, it's just a, it's just a mess, you know. God bless you if uh, you've got a healthy family around you with no major issues. And you guys are able to go on and live your life. I mean, seriously, you don't know what you got till it's gone, as, uh, Brett Michaels would say. Um, or wait, was that Brett Michaels that said that? Was that a Poison song? I don't know if that was Poison or not. For some reason, I'm kind of thinking that maybe that wasn't Poison. Maybe that was, like, White Snake or something. I don't know. Anyway, so, uh... You know it is what it is though everybody actually aside from the monitoring is healthy everybody's okay we're all gonna make it and um, it's just temporary you know we're on the downhill slope here and you know it'll it'll get better soon it just it just sucks I hate I hate that our family is separated and I hate that my wife is alone more than anything I hate that she has to do this alone um, you know because that's not fair and that's not fun so um, anyway, Aside from that, though, um, you know, I didn't get to have a real conversation about anything after the Super Bowl. Um, At least I don't think. Um, So I want to give a shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs for pulling a, I mean, a great comeback. You know, great, great NFL comebacks in sports, as far as the Super Bowls are concerned. Because I think, I think that for it to be a great comeback, it really to be to, to be charted as one of the greatest comebacks, it's got to be a Super Bowl comeback. And, um, I think you know, when we talk about greatest greatest comebacks you think of a few games, honestly. I feel like you think of, um you think of the Giants coming back against the Patriots. You think of the David Tyree helmet catch. You think of the Steelers coming back against the Arizona Cardinals and the, um, the Santonio San Holmes catching the ball literally out of the end zone but with two toes in, two, you know, two toes down. And you think of the Patriots coming back against the uh, uh, Falcons from like three years ago. And, um, I mean, the Falcons were blowing them out, and they came back, and they shut them down in the second half. Took it to overtime and won the game for, I think that was, that was number, that might have, was that number six? I feel like that was number six. And um, so just, and now you're looking at those three games, how could you not consider this one of the greatest comebacks? I mean, the Chiefs go on to score 21 unanswered points in the second half, against the number one defense in the league you know uh, the 49ers were playing you know they were un- they looked unbeatable through the whole first half they played awesome. I mean they picked Patrick Mahomes off twice and I don't I don't think that it was an overreaction to assume that after that second pick it was over. the game was over. once Patrick Mahomes got that second interception, I mean there was no coming back from that. I, I think that everybody in the world thought that that game was over and I don't think that that's a, a ridiculous statement to say that um, but shout out honestly to Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes great quarterback you know he was MVP last season he played some MVP caliber football second half of the year this year obviously uh, Lamar Jackson deserved the MVP more because he played better all season long But, with that being said, man, shout out to Andy Reid for getting it done. 20-something, 23 years in the NFL, guy finally gets his first championship. By all accounts, I mean, from what I hear, he's one of the greatest guys to ever do it. One of the nicest people. He's probably, that Super Bowl victory probably cements him as one of the greatest offensive minds in football history. And, um, you know, he gets his Super Bowl so that he can go lock his spot in the Hall of Fame in. And uh, Patrick Mahomes really showing how to do it. But, man, I tell you what, though. What's that guy's name? Damian Williams, that running back? I think he's a running back for the Chiefs. Really, I think that could have gone either way, man, between Patrick Mahomes and Damian Williams for your MVP. Because without either one of those guys, uh, they're not winning that game. There's no mistake about it. Without either one of those guys, it took it took those two to make that game happen, to make that win happen, make that comeback happen. And um, I mean, seriously, I, it's almost like you can look at those guys as co-MVPs, honestly. And I don't think that you're really—that's a stretch of the imagination to say that. I mean, those guys both earned it. I mean, some of the stuff that they were doing between the two of them, Patrick Mahomes and Damian Williams, I mean. Those catches that Damian Williams was making, runs in the open field, breaking tackles, you know, running down the sideline, and Patrick Mahomes, same thing, running the ball, you know, reading the defense, reading the number one defense in the league. I mean, splitting defenders, threading the needle. I, you know, you you just you can't say enough about those guys, honestly. You really you just can't. And so I uh, I think that. Really, there's no way you can look at one without the other. They played awesome. And um, honestly, I mean, hell, I'll say it. I'm glad the 49ers didn't win. I hate the fact, as a Steelers fan, I hate the fact that the Patriots have six Super Bowls. Um, And I definitely don't want the 49ers to get to it. Plus, man, the 49ers, I feel like, have just a bunch of bandwagon fans, honestly. You know, when, when Harbaugh and Kaepernick were playing for them, I mean, it was just, you know, 49ers fans coming out of nowhere. Everybody all of a sudden is a Niners fan. They haven't been anything since the 80s, you know, slash 90s. All of a sudden, everybody in the world is a Niners fan. You know, get the hell out of here. So, I was uh, I was happy to see them lose. And I don't have anything against their coach or Jimmy G or really even Richard Sherman. Um, but, you know, to hell with them. So, big shout-out to Kansas City. They played a great game, had a great season. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have been knocking on the door for a few years now, ever since Alex Smith started playing for them when Andy Reid really took over. Um, you know, I, I, it is well-deserved, and I am not upset to see them win that game. And, you know, looking at the point spread, they were deemed to be the, the favorite for that, I think, um... I think the odds were going in that Kansas City was going to win the game. Even if it was just by like three points or something. Um, but man, I did not see... I, I did not have them pick to win it. I wanted Kansas City to win, but I had uh, i had the 49ers pick to win it personally just because I thought they were going to be too much for them because the running game because Jimmy G had a better had better uh, passing yards had a better his passing game was better than Patrick Mahomes this season if you look at really everything, Aver- his averages, touchdowns, interception, yards per play, you know the QBR, I'm pretty sure he was better across the board than Patrick Mahomes. And um, you know it just looked like they were the complete package and they had that, that killer defense. But you know what? Uh, You know, Kansas City came up there and got it done. So shout out to those guys. Great game. One of the best Super Bowls I think that we've watched in a long time. You know, um, I hated to see the Patriots come back against the uh, Falcons. So I don't want to count that as a great comeback, but I don't want to count that as a good Super Bowl because to hell with those guys. Um, To hell with Tom Brady. And you know what? Honestly, speaking of Tom Brady... I hope that he does not go back to the Patriots. In all honesty, not really, not even because of the Patriots. Really, it's because of two things. Because number one, I don't think that Tom Brady. I think that Tom Brady is like Aaron Rodgers. I really don't think that he's as good as everybody thinks he is. I don't think he's good as he's as cracked up. You know, he's good as he's cracked up to be. Honestly, I really don't. I really don't. And it's for a number of reasons that I can go into maybe on a, another, another episode of this, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, seriously, I just, I really don't think that it is. I don't think that the numbers are in his favor in the grand scheme of things. When you think about the history of him and Bill Belichick with the Patriots, I, I think it has more to do with Bill Belichick than it does him. And I, I think it's a, a tough argument to make, you know what I'm saying? So, honestly, what I'd like to see, I called this... Before it ever happened, before it ever came up, I told a, a guy that I work with, I said, watch out for the Raiders. The Raiders are moving to, to Las Vegas, all right? They're moving to Las Vegas. They got a brand new stadium, okay? They've got all the money in the world right now. They can offer Tom Brady $30-plus plus million a year. And they, could, and they could take Derek Carr and say, look, you can either learn from what people say is the best quarterback or the best guy to ever do it and take a back seat for a little bit so that we can try to win one, you know, John Gruden try to win one because he, he can do it, or they could get rid of Derek Carr and keep Tom Brady for another three years and they can try to win a couple of Super Bowls with him, which I think, honestly, with John Gruden at the helm is a totally possible deal. It's totally within the realm of possibility. I don't think there's any argument against it, really. And look, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? You look and see, everybody is touting the Raiders as the the first possible team to reach out to Tom Brady for a fat contract if he doesn't re-sign with the Patriots. Now, Tom Brady makes that statement saying, I'm not going anywhere. And a lot of people are saying, oh, he's... He'll be back. He'll be back. He's he's playing for the Patriots. He made his announcement. He'll be back. I think that what he's saying is, I'm, I'm going to keep playing. Not, uh, not I'm going to keep playing for the Patriots. I think that he's saying he's not done in general. Not that he's just, he's going to suit up for the old red, white, and blue again. You know what I'm saying? So, honestly, I want him to go to another team because I just want him to prove how good he is. If you really are, if you're the man, if you really are the best quarterback that you say, I'm not expecting him to go somewhere and carry that team to, to a Super Bowl because that's unrealistic because football is such a team sport. But if he's the best to ever do it, he could go and he could still be a good quarterback. He could still show that he is a good quarterback, that he can make it happen, that he can throw the rope and get the points, that he can lead a team and make some, make some good runs. And I like the Raiders. Patriot or uh, the uh, Steelers are my, my die-hard team. No, no bones about it. And I and I'll go to bat for them seven days a week. But I do love the Raiders, man. If there's any team that I'm gonna see the the uh, Steelers lose to, that I'm gonna see beat everybody else and go for it all, it's it's gonna be the Raiders. I love the Raiders. I love uh, well. I, I love Las Vegas now. You know, I was going to say I love Oakland, but I love Las Vegas now. They're the best, man. I, I, I mean, seriously, and I've always liked them. I don't know why. I just always have liked the Raiders. So I'd like to see him go to my second favorite team. And, uh, you know, I just want to see what he's about. Seriously. I want to see what he's about. I want to see if, if he's really got it. So, you know, only time will tell, right? Only time will tell. And there's a lot of time left. Football season is over. We're not going to see any magic happen until September at this point. There's a lot of time left in the offseason for some shakeups. And I think that we're going to see some. The Raiders have a million picks for this year's NFL draft. I think that we're going to see some crazy stuff happen in the NFL draft come the end of February. I'm really looking forward to it, honestly. And, um i tell you what, I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, what the Steelers have cooking up their sleeve too, because they desperately need a quarterback, and they desperately need a speedy running back. And so, between between all these options, between what's going to happen in the offseason, people talking about maybe a Chiefs dynasty starting up, uh, what are the Raiders going to do with their picks, what are the Patriots going to do with their picks, what are the Steelers going to do with their picks next NFL season could be crazy. Who knows, though, right? But, alright, guys. Again, I apologize for the road noise. I appreciate everybody for tuning in again on this one. Um, much appreciated. Thanks for listening in and hearing me ramble and talk shit. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you got any feedback, hit me up, man. Seriously. Get, you know, drop me a line. I don't care. Anything that you can say, is going to make me better, even if it's just talking shit, because at least if you're talking shit, maybe I can get a laugh out of it, you know what I'm saying, so feel free to hit me up, give me some some tips and feedback, I'd love to hear it, I'd love to be a part of it, so, um, you know, here's to you guys, thanks, and, uh, you know, you already know what it is, Till next time.